Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. Yo. What's up, everybody? Yo, yo. All right, what do we we got we got to get started. So you might as well go off. Let's do this. Okay. Off season. Who or which move is kind of the most pivotal? You guys think uh, which, uh, including players and front office personnel. Um, I know for a fact that uh, I was actually very disappointed with uh, the the front office uh, management from the Cavs, and I'll go into that in a second. But, uh, Dan, what do you think, man? What's the uh, what's the most pivotal move so far? For me, I'm, I'm judging it by the people that matter the most and people that are going to run the league and who are the present and um, pretty much near future uh, kings of the league, and it's the Warriors. They stay pat. They made sure to keep Iguodala. They made sure to re-sign, keep Livingston. They added Swaggy P, Nick Young, who, by the way, had a great year last year playing for Luke Walton. Very similar system in Golden State. I think he's going to shine there, especially coming off the bench. Um, And they got Caspi, my guy in 2K. I used to play with Caspi on the Kings. My sleeper team, 2K16, as a stretch four. They picked up Caspi. Uh, they got uh, they they got better, really. I mean, um, I'm there. If they stay healthy, they're winning it all next year. It's a it's a wrap, and, and I got a three peat, possibly too. So uh, that's my that's my off season winner so far. Damn. Well, I can't argue with the fact that the Warriors definitely definitely got stronger with Swaggy P. Um, you're right, he did have a, a sick year last year. Um, I mean, they you know they got Iguodala back, they got Sean Livingston back, uh, so there's no reason to think that they can't go two, maybe three in a row. Uh, what do you think about the, the Celtics, though? Um, Gordon Hayward got signed. Um, he played for Brad Stevens back in the day uh, at Butler. Um, Isaiah Thomas is going to come back uh, smelling blood. Uh, and this guy, Tatum, he looks like the real deal. What do you think about the Celtics? Did they beat the Cavs, and then did they have a chance to beat uh, the Warriors? So I, I do love uh, the Celtics moves. I mean, I think I think Tatum's really nice. He's my, kind of my after Longo ball, like really my favorite player from the – from the draft and probably the most NBA ready player right now. Um, he looks nice. Uh, Gordon Hayward, excellent acquisition. Uh, they have picks to, for the future to leverage and or draft or trade. So, I mean, they're, they're strong. Uh, can they beat the Cavs? Um, no. no, I don't, I don't think, 
that's I don't, I don't think Gordon Hayward is enough. Gordon Hayward and Isaiah Thomas is enough, and a rookie Tatum is enough to beat LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. I mean, they, I know they didn't really get much better. They didn't really do anything, honestly, because the teams are, players are probably worried about moving to Cleveland when LeBron might not even be there in a year, and, and also Kyrie. Um, but they they are still the best team in the Eastern Conference, in my opinion. Um, I mean, Celtics might get this number one seed again due to the Cavs really not caring or coasting for parts of the year. Um, and they sure as hell can't beat the Warriors. What are the chances if they if the Celtics get Marcus All? I know that we saw that in the uh, the chat earlier today. Who it depends who they give up for Marcus All. I mean, mm-hmm. they're just trading picks and not li- really giving up too much. Um, no, still not enough. But I mean, they yeah. will have that advantage down low. Um, but I mean. We we've so seen playoff we've seen we've seen championships on one from the big man um, this day and age. So I mean, you still need that guard play. You still need that like everything <laughs> that Golden State is outmatches everybody. Man, it's not fair, honestly. That's a good point. That's a good good point. So what they give up for Marcus All might be too valuable, you know. Or big man. If they do get Marcus Saw, I do think they have. They would have. A, they they would take Cleveland seven games. Cleveland seven games. How about the Warriors? Or not not even close. I'll give them a game. I can see that. You can definitely see that. What do you think about the summer league? Who's your uh, Who's your favorite uh, team going into summer league? Most exciting kind of young team uh, coming out. Oh man, come on! <laughs> you know, you, do I even need to answer that question, bro? That goes without saying. I can't wait until we ready for the ball to play with pairing up with Ingram on Friday at five thirty. I'm literally going to be rushing from work to my couch to watch this shit. Oh. It's going to be exciting, and like the other players, Josh Hart, we get to see Kuz, we get to see everyone, and he, and uh, Zubac. I want to see him. I hope he dominates. Really, I'm I'm thinking the Lakers should win this tournament. I think this would be a great way, a great way to in, kind of enter the season with the momentum of fresh off summer league title, and you know that will give our young bucks some confidence. So, I think I think we know that, and I think we're going to be taking this seriously. Interesting. <laughs> Okay, well, then I can ask a Laker question. Do you think uh, Zubac becomes starting center? No, not over Brooke Lopez. Um, not I think we got not over Brooke. Yeah, we, we're paying him all that money. I mean, I think we traded for him. He's an all-star center. He made the all-star team. Uh, we expect him to, to be play well. I mean, I'm reading articles where they're talking about him as the number one option right now starting, starting the season. So, oh, yeah, he's definitely starting. All right, for sure, for sure. Um, and I don't know if you've uh, caught up on uh, the phone. But also, they only – follow up. Go ahead. So, they only have Brooke Lopez for one year. So, we'll see after this season where where they go with him. But, yeah. 
Nice, nice. Have you been following the uh, front office moves at all? Of the Lakers? Well, everyone. Or, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, like, what else is going on? I'm kind of trying to see what Jamal Crawford is doing. I mean, he's trying to get traded. But, and then I keep reading he wants to get traded to the Lakers. I'm not really... Yeah, let me interject in that. Uh, so, okay, so he got traded to Atlanta, but he wants to buy out of the contract. And if he buys out, then he might sign to the Warriors. I don't know if that's going to happen now that they got Nick Young, unless they just want that many shooters. Or he could end up playing for the Lakers. From what I read, that he, he wants to play for a contender, so that makes more sense. But if he wants to play for the Lakers, yeah. I mean, that. I wouldn't be mad at that either. But for for the buyout to even happen, Atlanta wants him to uh, – like, they basically want to buy out at a smaller price. So I guess he would have to restructure his contract. Damn, I'll come. Nice. Yeah, I don't see them – I don't see him going to Warriors now that they got Nick Young. I mean, hey, the Lakers, I'd be, I'd be cool with that. But if he wants to go to a contender, I mean, who else would he go? He's not going to the Celtics. I doubt he's going to Cleveland. Um, yeah, I doubt he's going to San Antonio. Well, so I mean, one might as well the, stay one in L.A. Names, where your family's at. One of the names is Cleveland, but I I agree with you. I doubt that's going to happen. I don't even think they have the cap to send him in. So either yeah. he would have a low price with the Warriors, or you could just just stay in L.A. But he's 37 years old, so I don't know. If I'm, if I'm him personally, I'm trying to get myself to Golden State for whatever price. Because he, he needs to get a ring personally. Like, he's not a superstar, but, like, for what he's done in his career, like, he should just go get a ring. But if he doesn't want to, go ahead and be with the Lakers. Be Heck, you you can be the shooting guard for the Lakers. That, that way you can have, like, a one-year window before we get Paul George. Yeah. A part of me, I'm like, I'm also wondering if there's even a point for the if the Warriors even are considering even signing him now because kind of where would he fit? I mean, they got their young, they got like Patrick McGall and those other type, Ian Clark. I mean, I wouldn't trade, I wouldn't get rid of those players for Jamal Crawford, who's 37 years old. So. But, yeah, I think... We'll see. We'll see if he can get if he even gets bought out. All right. Oh, sorry. Were you gonna say that? Oh, I was gonna say. Uh, who do you guys think is the most valuable free agent that's available still? Rondo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess it's Rondo. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. If, if your, I'll, go ahead with your question. Oh, I'll, I'll continue with, with yours first. If if I'm Rondo, I'm gonna go to a team like the Pelicans, something like that, where they already got the weapons. Because obviously he's never been a good shooter, so he could just uh, yeah. distribute there and get them to the playoffs. Because it's gonna be a travesty if they don't make it to the playoffs, which I still think it's possible that they might not make it to the playoffs this year. And uh, they got Drew Holiday there. 
overrated as hell. <laughs> he he's got an all star. Yeah, they they're paying him a lot of money. But I mean that's the thing, like oh, he just come off the bench, like Oh, it, well, yeah, then okay. he's screwed. There's no point in going to the Pelicans then because, yeah, there's no way he can be a backup. That's why I don't like the idea of him being on the Lakers. Like, dude, how, how are we going to convince him to be a backup? Thing. I don't think he'd be – yeah, I don't think he'd be cool with being a backup. Like, that's why I think the Lakers are like – because if I'm, – I'm, so, I'm, I'm going with Lonzo Ball all in. Like, I don't want Rondo. What the, what's the point? What's the point? Like, mm-hmm. And he's just going to fuck, like, he might, Lonzo might learn some things and all that, but I just don't know, man, Rondo. <laughs> and with a young coach and Luke Wall, too, I feel like he'd be trying him, like, every day in practice, every, like, he would butt heads with all of his coaches. So. Remember the time he's when Rondo not- used to be one of the best point cards? Remember, wait, what were you saying? I was going to say, uh, oh. remember, the, remember a time when Ronda was such a was one of the best point guards in the NBA? Oh, yeah, he was top five. Well, Ron, Aaron, what did you say? Oh, I was about to say, like, uh, he's definitely not no mentor, so I don't want him anywhere near Ronda. Like, a, nowhere near him. Yeah, that's, I never, I I'm agree. like a mentor. Like, he doesn't seem like a mentor to me, like. Hey, I yeah, never heard no player say mentor. I, ne- I mean, I've never heard no player say like, "Oh yeah, he's such a good mentor." Like, I ain't never heard that. Yeah, no, I haven't really heard too many good things about Rondo. He has a problem with. I, I described him as a virus. My thing is, first time's a mistake, second time's a trend, third time's a problem. Rondo has a problem of bringing dysfunction to teams. It seems like, unfortunately. Yeah, it's true. That's his M.O. No, oh, I was going to say, no, nah, like, Pat, get get to your uh, Cleveland rant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, look, man, I think that I was talking about the front office moves uh, a little while ago. Um, I just saw on ESPN before we hopped on here, uh, the Cavs, like, well, Chauncey Billups, you know, we all know who Chauncey Billups is. Again, one of the best point guards, at least in our lifetime, certainly, out of play. Um, he, you know, has been widely considered uh, to be a pretty uh, a, a good future, uh, you know, GM uh, type guy. And the Cavs offered him, I think, $2 million, you know, something super low, below what the standard uh, salary is uh, for a GM. And I thought that was a little, a little off-putting. Um, it, it would be hard for me to, to rationalize that LeBron had a factor to play, because LeBron's a, you know a player and he's obviously that. I don't think he had a direct hand in that. I don't know, but I don't know. I think to to tell Chauncey Billups who you know, will, will probably end up being in the Hall of Fame, uh, you know for sure. <laughs> Hopefully, he was very good. Um, you know, to kind of give him that low ball of an offer again. I'm not a I'm not a basketball executive, so I don't know. But um, I don't know. I thought it was a little insulting and a little off-putting. But um, yeah, that's my rant. Um, I wish they maybe made a better decision. I know a guy like Chauncey would have kind of been a workhorse and uh, brought Cleveland back to where they needed to be. So. Yeah, I mean, it kind of just shows that the kind of owner that Dan Gilbert is. 
I mean, you let David Griffin just kind of you, you fire him or you part ways with him in the midst of like important decision of which is around draft time and all that, and and then you lowball Chauncey. I mean, and you. I mean, we all know what happened with LeBron. If I'm a player, I'm not really trying to go to the Cavs because you don't even, for one, you don't even know if LeBron's going to be there next, after next year. And Kyrie has stated that he's leaving if LeBron leaves. So, ah, uh, yeah. Cavs, Cavs organization is dysfunctional. No, it's it's over. It's it's over. Like they're gonna get beat again. Uh, they might actually get swept next year. I mean, Richard Jefferson <laughs> is coming back for Christ's sake. Like that bench is still old. They made no changes whatsoever. <laughs> like none, dude. None. No change. So no, it's it's over. It's over. Like it's completely over. LeBron's gonna leave, and the real question is gonna be, can Ingram do enough? to hold off and keep LeBron from coming to the Lakers. That's the truth of the matter. Yeah, because if Ingram isn't like – I know what you mean by averaging 19. Like, he kind of does have to average 19 for them to be like, okay, we don't need LeBron. Like, dude, he's got to do enough to make Magic go, all right, like – because, look, from a big – uh, point of view, like, people are going to look at him kind of crazy if, if he does, like, try to, like, push away LeBron from coming to the Lakers. So, it's like he's going to need Ingram to play well to, well enough to get away with it where people will be like, oh, I can kind of see why. Like, they'll be winning a championship within the next couple of years or whatever the case may be. And, yeah, like we've discussed before, I mean, obviously I'm a fan of LeBron, but I agree with Chris Broussard. It's just like having Payne Manning on your football team. He is the system. So it completely changes everything. And instead of Lonzo being being the facilitator, then, you know, it becomes a LeBron show. And at the age that he's going to be, uh, I forgot what age he'll be by next year. Um, but wherever that age is, 35, well, in basketball years, he'll be like 34 at least. Well, in basketball years, he'll pretty much be like 37 because he's played since high school, for Christ's sake. So it's like it, it, I have to like throw exactly at least like a few more years on him. Yeah. So, nah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm with the Paul George, uh, DeMarcus Cousins combination. I'm going to hold down on DeMarcus Cousins because uh, I don't think the Pelicans are going to do good next year. So he might just say, you know what, screw this. Let me uh, go to L.A., uh, they look like they're going to come up. I can be the first or second option or wherever and uh, just go from there. Because the thing is, I've always had an issue with DeMarcus Cousins uh, due to his lack of leadership and lack of composure uh, in, in games where there's turmoil. But with the Lakers, with Paul George being there, uh, you know, I'm going to be positive and say that he's going to be there. And then Ingram really stepping up and then Lonzo being our leader, that's why I feel really is going to be our leader. Then DeMarcus Cousins, he could just get us that 25-13 a game type of thing and uh, just go from there, basically. Amen. Amen. Because, for one, 
what you said about LeBron is right on the money. That's exactly how I feel. Like, and when you do make him the system, you also jeopardize your future after because when you're paying all, when you're paying that salary and building your team around LeBron and making him the focal point, you're also once he declines, you're still kind of stuck with him. So. You, there's really no point to get him this late in his career. Um, I think he, at that point, it would just kind of be a ride in the sunset. Those would just be his, kind of his, the end of his year. So it won't really be, it's going to be more focused on his life after basketball, um, more so than the game itself. Um, so definitely not really too interested in that. But, um, I'm excited about next year. I, I'm all for Paul George, Ball, and Ingram and Cousins. I think that would be a nice lineup. And with Randall, too, I mean, I, I, do, I, am, I am ready to see what Randall is like next year. I mean, he's doing that body transformation. i like to see, to see what else he's added to his game. Look, if Randall doesn't do what he's supposed to do, get that right hand and all the stuff that you were saying earlier, uh, get a consistent shot and all that, he'll be out. Like, I'm pretty sure Magic will find a way to get rid of him for another player or some valuable pick. So I I think he's going to do what he needs to do. And, yeah, I just think that he can be the heart of the team, basically. Like, I don't don't see him being a superstar. Um, I see him being, like, a really good player. Uh, for the Lakers, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much my my thoughts on him. But I do want to talk about a couple of topics. Uh, let's see, the the first one. Okay, let's talk about Paul George to OKC. Uh, let's get Pat's thoughts on uh, the move. All right, um, I think that it's a very good, very strong move by the Thunder, especially after losing. Uh, Kevin Durant, um, you know, it's a it's a statement made by the uh, obviously the management, um, you know, that the Thunder are, you know, they still have, you know, some fight left in them, not only in their players, but and also how they, you know, structure their team. And Russell Westbrook has emerged not only as, you know, a superstar, but arguably, you know, a guy that had maybe the, one of the best statistical seasons in NBA history. Um, you know, the move is. It was very smart. Paul George is a great defender. Um, they signed him for a year, so there's no pressure on, you know, Paul's end, I guess. And, you know, we see how see how it works out. Westbrook must be a pretty fun guy to play with, and they should score a lot of points. Okay, so this is my take on it. Basically, we're going to see if Russell Westbrook has matured and learned from his mistakes. Because if he hasn't, Paul George will be out of there ASAP and on his way to L.A. So we're going to see how he uh, plays along with another star. We'll see if he defers to Paul George when it's time to close the game, which I'm going to be honest, I don't think that's going to happen. And I don't know if I don't know if things are going to mess well between the two. I think they'll be obviously way better than they were uh, last year. But still, like, I, I just don't know. Like, I, I'm a big fan of uh, Russell Westbrook. But, uh, you know, like, Stan has some valid points on uh, Westbrook as far as his flaws. 
I agree with that, though. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And I remember, remember Paul George was just there in the playoffs saying, I got to get that shot. I got to get that yeah. shot. When it was talking about last shot, and Russ ain't deferring to no one. <laughs> if he's not gonna, if he's not deferring to KD, Paul George. I mean, that's gonna be really interesting to see, though. I mean, I, I think they'll have great games together, but in the playoff series, I, I think, I think everything will come out. Um, and at the end of the day, a lot has to go right for. You know, for Paul George to want to go back to the Thunder, right? That's the point of the one-year uh, thing, and that's the trouble because they can't really kind of mesh together like that to become, you know, an effective one-two. They might, but you know, like you guys said, I do think that was a great move. Even though I did get on Presty uh, for that Roberson <laughs> extension, uh, not sure that why he did three years. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Uh, but that was a, a crazy move to get Paul George. I mean, um, the Indiana liked Oladipo from college due to his Indiana days there. So he saw some. He he must see something that um, the rest of us don't see. I mean, Oladipo's a good player, um, but him and Sabonis are not more valuable than three first round draft picks. Um, that's not no, but. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so what are y'all thoughts about CP3 going to Houston? Do you think it was the right choice? Oh, man. Uh, no, I mean, if I'm CP3, I'm going to San Antonio. That's the thing that making it if I'm trying to win a ring. Um, now, if he gets Carmelo, if Carmelo Anthony could somehow go there, I mean, that's, I'm not by any means saying – that that's a better team than Golden State or can even contend, I think he would enjoy it. I think he would be happy playing with Melo and, and Harden. I think he would be, wouldn't be able to work as hard, so therefore he would just enjoy playing the game. And really all he needs to do is just get to Western Conference Finals at this point. I mean, can can we get there, Chris? That's <laughs> Yeah, I I wish that he did go to the Spurs because I would pick the Spurs to find a way and beat the Warriors this upcoming season, regardless of how good they're going to be again. But, yeah, I mean, unless Carmelo Anthony is there, I could see them going from being a top three team in the West to, like, the fifth spot, per se, because they they lost bench depth. Wait, with, with and- Carmelo? Oh, no, no, without Carmelo. Without with Car- Carmelo, oh, like right now they're a f- – Yeah, right now I would say – But right now they're a fifth Most likely. Okay. I mean, they could be more, but, yeah, I got them fifth right now. I mean, what were they this year, second or third? Third. 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 Yeah. Yeah, man. they were third. And, yeah, like with, with Carmelo, I would put them – back at three, possibly the two, uh, depending on how the Spurs end up playing. Because, I mean, the Spurs are the Spurs, but Tony Parker is coming back from an injury, so I don't know how that's going to work out. Yeah. I think Tony Parker might be done. On the low, low. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
But what, well, what is Carmelo? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, my bad. What were you gonna say? Oh, oh I was gonna say I honestly think the TP uh, three move. I didn't like it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think that they had a great team last year. Um, I think CP3 and and with Melo, I think they'll be, you know, ball dominant, you know, naturally. And you know, they they have to again. It's one of those you know mesh together you know experiments. And so I hope that you know if they do you know make it work, again they should you know probably end up in that third. The third seed sounds about right. But yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see how it goes. D'Antoni's a great you know offensive coach. So yeah, that thing they'll score a ton of points. They'll probably. I mean, who knows? They could be second in the league next to Golden State points or whatever. Like, but hey, it's gonna be weird to see. Especially uh, my thing with Chris Paul is in D'Antoni's high octane offense. I mean, he could he could get hurt. I mean, we've seen what happened with Kobe. We've seen what happened with a lot of players that play in that fast pace. Offense and Chris Paul has thrived in half court offense. He's more of a half court point guard to me. So that's another thing that they're going to have to adjust to. So we'll see about that. Okay, so do we have Carmelo end up getting traded here, or we think that Carmelo's going to somehow be stuck in New York still? I'm just confused because I feel like if he was going to get traded, why why hasn't it happened already? What is the delay? Um, so my kind of prediction is I think he will get traded before the deadline. I think he's kind of in that same situation he was in with Denver where everybody mm-hmm. was waiting for something to happen in the off season, and then he got traded before the deadline. I think that's kind of what's going on now. I hope he gets traded. I hope he gets he gets traded ASAP. Uh, yeah, oh, I man. hope he like, Yeah, he needs to man. Like for both sakes, like Knicks fans, man, they need to just go ahead and rebuild, rebuild off Porzingis. Like just collect draft picks. Like just just do it the right way because they've been messing up for far too long. And plus, Melanie's like, what's the point of playing with a bad team? Like, you, uh, I think Melo should be traded also. He was awesome on the, especially on the Nuggets. Yeah, go ahead and give him a Go ahead and put him on Cavs. Fuck it. That would be so terrible. That's a that's so like on paper it sounds terrible, dude. Like where are you gonna put Carmelo? And you know LeBron doesn't want to be a power forward, so it looks really bad. I know. That's what is he what, gonna do? Be a, a, a backup? It's, that's why I'm like I'm kind of joking, because like I've been saying the same. Like people try to say like, oh, replace like Kevin Love. You replace like even Stephen A. Smith is like, oh yeah, with Carmelo, Kevin. Love. Like, offensively, that doesn't make sense. You need the key pieces. Like, Carmelo doesn't really matter unless you just have a big, you just say, fucking put Carmelo at the two. Like, I don't know. No, that's Weird. terrible. That's just <laughs> terrible. It's just terrible. No, like, he just needs to go to Houston and just call it a day. And if, if that doesn't work out, 
that him and Chris Paul can leave and LeBron can leave. And, uh, oh, I don't think Pat turned my uh, – No, 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 no. I was going to tell Pat what I told you uh, a while ago. What I really want to happen mm-hmm. is, is um, LeBron, Chris Paul, and Dwayne Wade go to New York, be with Carmelo and Porzingis next year, and they can do this Gormana boat crew with the with the uh, international guy on the side, aka Porzingis, and just do that. Have New York versus Golden State in the finals. Some some crap like that. That would be the most epic chapter yeah. ever. That would be so honestly. Cool. Yeah, I'm cool with that because I don't really want to come to the wings, man. Like he needs to stay out there, you know, tr- try to keep it balanced. And uh, New York hasn't done anything for a while, so I'd be cool with that. Although I think Dwayne Wade's time is is getting there. <laughs> I think he could do it. Hey, man. I, I'm just, I, don't, I just don't know if he can go if they can go to the title. Uh, I don't think they're get, I don't know if that team is getting past uh, Boston. Mm, maybe uh, they might be able to. As as long as Boston stays like this, and they don't, because they don't have a superstar. That's the thing. Like they don't have a superstar. Gordon's good. Okay, yeah. he's not a superstar. Uh, uh, I, yeah, say Thomas is good, but like that's not gonna cut it. So I mean, yeah. Isaiah Thomas is a borderline superstar. Like he's short, but like the man averaged twenty nine a game. No, he's a he's a really really good player, but it's just like he's not gonna win a championship for you. Like I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I mean you need like every person that every team that wins a championship needs. I mean you need like preferably a like really a, on the wing side. Like you need a Kobe, LeBron, Kevin Durant. Like you know what I mean. And then uh, another another issue is that, okay, so we saw when they played against Cleveland and he was there, we saw how ball-dominant he became, which is not his fault, but it's just like they relied on him so much that, like, I still think the same thing would happen. Like, the thing about the Warriors that makes them so good is that they really play team ball. Like, guys know how to uh, go off ball. Uh, you know, to get their shots and all that. Like, yeah, like exactly. All these, Which is another. All, yeah. Yeah, keep going. No, no. <laughs> I don't want to take this to a different topic. Okay, continue. Okay, yeah, I was just going to say, like, the rest of these teams, that's the biggest issue. Like, the only other team is the Spurs. Like, that's the only other team that plays that type of team ball. All these other teams, they don't play that. Like when it comes to uh, needing, um, like needing that help, like needing, it, they just can't get it done. Like they just don't have that type of offense. Like their best yeah. player doesn't. Yeah, it's just they're screwed. Like if the Celtics fun. somehow keep going. No, you're saying if Celtics what? No, I was gonna say if Celtics make it next year, they're gonna get swept, swept out the building. Make it to the, oh against Golden State. Yeah, they make it to the finals against oh, yeah. the Bills. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, they they don't got a shot against Golden State right now. 
but yeah, that that the Warriors and the Spurs, I mean, that's what that's the direction the Lakers are going into. Like that's why I think when I when we talk about getting all these players, I look at it like, okay, can you play off ball? Like how how are you off ball? And to me, I hate to do this, but, <laughs> but Russell Westbrook is terrible off the ball. And I and I think that's why the Lakers are kind of building, and and another player like Rondo, like terrible off the ball, like I, so when that's why that move didn't make sense for me from the beginning because I think the Lakers are looking at players that can kind of play off the ball and play different positions and kind of do it all, which is another reason why I do like uh, Rand, uh, Julius Randle because. He can push the break. He can get the ball, run point forward, and and do a lot. So yeah, hey, I, I how, so this thing is still recording. Yeah, it still is. I, it's way over thirty minutes, so I can I can cut it. <laughs> oh shit! So it lets you go. Yeah, if need be, but. Uh, it's not like, like, okay, let's put it this way. Uh, like, if someone, if there were people listening, like, after the 30 minutes cuts off, they wouldn't hear the rest of the stuff that we're talking about right now, like, until it gets put on YouTube. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Were, was yeah. anybody listening? <laughs> uh, actually, I didn't see, like, this whole time y'all been talking, like, I'm trying to, like, edit like all this, because we still had a video or whatever, a blog before that, that I hadn't uh, posted up yet. So I got to do that. I still got to do the stuff that we did from Saturday. And then, yeah, Pat, you got to come to the next one, man. All right, for sure. How was it? I know Sam told me a little bit. <laughs> like, it was cool, what, a, like, a bunch of art? It was more, about it was more. <laughs> it was more so just like kind of talking like it wasn't like an organized like you know what I mean like like how it is on on the podcast it was just like I don't know you you gotta know Mikel like yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet the next one for sure then <laughs> yeah but uh yeah like like Pat, that's all. It it really was to a point of just like Westwood, Westwood, Westwood. Like that's how it ended up becoming. Okay, basically it started off like we're like, okay, what should we do, right? And he's like, all right. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get Paul George, and then he's gonna bring over Russ too, and then we're gonna get Westbrook, and then we're gonna get LeBron, and then we're gonna get Demarcus Cousins. Well, <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.